Good morning to you, my brothers and sisters, on this 77th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play i am a one of your hosts the brazilian mountaineer and the transition ninja lucas m swisher also with me the judge jury and executioner of fake news and spoilers his name is patrick novacell hey 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 <laughs> In addition to him, only in spirit, he is the volleyball and beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words. In three words or least. Least? Less? Less. Ronnie Johantis. And our final member of this quad factor. Uh, he's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and... Like a red in his old stomach, oh, Mark Boucher, and we say, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, hey. Hey, joiners, what's going, going on? on. <laughs> that was terrible. Beautiful. Beautiful, buddy. <laughs> Good. Woo. You know how, who we have to thank for that beautiful rendition? An introduction using the four non-blondes uh, inspiration of What's Up song, I think is what it's called. Because I Maybe? said, what's up? <laughs> yes, that one. Uh, we have Mike1245 HD Tri-N-R-Y-J. I don't know what any of that means. It's pronounced Krzyzewski. <laughs> ah, yes, Mike Krzyzewski. He wrote us a nice little review over on iTunes, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, whatever it's called. He said, great podcast, gave us five stars. He said, great gaming and life podcast of guys from a various, from a various backgrounds, from a, from a various backgrounds. <laughs> sharing Sounds like a Mario. Common, it's, it's Mario. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a various backgrounds. <laughs> sharing a common bond over video games. Family friendly, always a good laugh. Listen on the way to work and feel like I just got done hanging out with some good friends. Also, I thought I read somewhere that for a review, the Brazilian Mountaineer would take requests on custom show openings. And I vote in the style of four non-blondes. You know, because I wake up in the morning and I open my phone and take a deep breath and get a real high as I hit play on the GMG show. And I said, good morning, brothers and sisters. Woo, Mike. Awesome. You are to blame for this beautiful. <laughs> you are totally at fault. <laughs> weird opening. <laughs> but I hope uh, that started out your good morning. All right, guys, welcome to the 77th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. It's great to be with you after that uh, very interesting intro. Let's just jump right in to what's going on <laughs> in our lives. How has it been going, brothers, this past week? Patrick. Yes. How's that dad life going for you? Uh the so you're now that you say dad life, I was going to yeah. talk about uh 
my my son. So there's there's times as a dad when you are proud. There's moments that you just wait for or you're looking forward to um, as you for see sure. your kids grow. So this past uh, this past week, uh, Clark has this is his second session into swim lessons. Um, his first there's like three levels. He's gone through levels one and two. I think he might have started at level two because uh, mm-hmm. this uh, session he's in level three, and they show you how to swim using your your legs and arms. It's not just like wading around and putting your head underwater and seeing how long, right? You know. So um, he's actually he's actually learning how to swim now, and there are three separate uh, wristbands that you get. So a red wristband means that uh, a parent needs to be in the water with the child at all times. Um, And then the yellow wristband, the parent needs to be around, doesn't necessarily need to be in the water. Um, And then green is they're good to go. They can be on their own in the water. The Mm -hmm. parents just can sit on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. So Clark uh, had a red wristband for the first couple sessions and – my daughter was sick, so uh, Mel had to stay home with Claire. So um, I was able to take Clark to swim lessons, um, and we get there, and he's there's a maybe a, I don't know six other kids that are in the class with him, and they're learning all different techniques, um, how to land your back and 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 float, um, go underwater, push off the wall, things like that, and. Uh, one of the goals of this session is to swim like a third of the length of the swimming pool past a yeah. cone. And once you pa- once you swim past that, uh, you have to roll over, lay on your back, and float there for 10 seconds. So uh, that's the goal for this session. Um, and I think it's like a six, six sessions. So it was session three last – or uh, um, class three of the session of the six. And – uh, all the kids did there, you know, some kids made it, some kids didn't. Uh, and it was Clark's turn. So he swims, uh, probably maybe three quarters of the way towards the cone and he stops and he couldn't, he couldn't go any, any further. So he stood up. It's like, I don't know, three, three and a half feet. Uh, so he can just stand up. Um, yeah. so he stood up and, uh, and then, the class was over and he goes up to the teacher and says, can I try it one more time? And so the, all nice. the kids, all the kids left and it was just him and the teacher left and, and me. So he gets in the water, he pushes off the side and he swims the entire length, uh, to get to that cone. And he just turns over and lays on his back for 10 seconds and he gets his yellow wristband and nice. Yeah. Hey, it was, good job, Clark. Yeah, it was really, Way really to cool to to be there because it was my first time taking him to. Uh, I know it was the second time I've taken him to swim lessons. Um, the first one was last last session, but this one was uh, really cool to be a part of and see that. So I nice. kind of I kind of like thank Claire for being sick, so I could have taken her yeah. uh, him him uh, to, uh, to swim lessons so it was really cool to see that wait does does claire usually drive him to swim lessons well, is that how that works well claire usually <laughs> claire usually has dance man claire yeah. is cool she's driving already that is crazy yeah, she she uh, drives in her four wheeler <laughs> one of those uh <laughs> yeah, just, princess ones uh-huh nice yep. pulls him along in his scooter <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so that was cool so, and speaking of claire 
um, we just started our father-daughter dance practice. Oh, is it time for Return of the Worm? Uh, I don't know what what, what, we haven't gotten to the adult dance part yet. We did. There's like we did three dances. One dance is with uh, the kid. Uh, One dance is the adult dance where all the adults dance. And then one is the finale where everyone and their kids dance all together. Ah, gotcha. Um, So we've we've done the finale. We've done half of the uh, father daughter dance. We haven't gotten to the adult dance. So I don't know what it is going to be this year. So I don't I don't know if it's going to be some sort of flip side i don't know like break dancing uh, but I, I doubt they'll do the worm again but but yeah it's back and it's fun nice yeah can't, can't wait to see the video <laughs> yeah i'll post it what well, uh, the recital is late april so yeah be on the lookout for that nice sweet that's it. mark how about you buddy uh things been been pretty pretty calm sort of on 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 our end um yesterday i actually took my youth group um there's like this i think i've talked about it on the on the podcast before um it's this like uh it's got like a it's a bowling alley and they have an arcade and they have go-karts and laser tag and stuff like that and so we took the kids over there and uh we played laser tag nice for for a little while which which is always a good time um it's the thing is like I don't understand like it's the the moment you walk in even like there's like two pre rooms before you actually go into the main laser tag room um, there's like the first room where typically you have to like watch a video like that explains how everything works and I'm sure has some like safety things we watched it a like while no knifing no knifing children or anything yes. when you get angry no throwing yes. them. Yes, no tossing the gun at people, Um, (laughs) um, things like that. But, um, yeah, so there's that first room, and you can, like, put your stuff down in that room. Um, And then the next room um, is where they give you, like, the, you know, the the gun and the, um, you know, the the chest armor or whatever you want to call it. Um, The chest armor? Yes. This is a serious laser tag place. Nice. the thing that you have to shoot at. <laughs> yeah, the sensors. The chainmail. The chest. Got it. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's Mithril. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so you go in that room and you get to pick uh, whichever one you want. Each one of them is named. Um, so, like, mine was Flash. Um, I think, uh, I want to say Kristen's was, like, Phoenix or something like that. But just like all sorts of cool random names like that. So you get to pick whichever one you want it to be. Um, That's cool. And the thing is like the moment you step into those couple of rooms, like it immediately feels like it's like 10 degrees hotter. Like I don't understand <laughs> oh, why yeah. it's like, and you, I, I would well, feel like there's a lot of sweating involved in the, uh, well, it's like, you feel like the area where you're going to be doing a bunch of running around and shooting each other with lasers, um, you would want to have that a little bit more air conditioned, but yeah, like the further you went in, the more hot. Do you got, know how much heat those those kids generate? It's like twenty one point thirty gigawatts of heat. <laughs> I don't know if that's how heat. <laughs> what works, the heck is a gigawatt? <laughs> it's a it's a lot of heat. Children are little burners. Mm. 
So, uh, but yeah, we definitely had a great time. We 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 had the option to either do like teams or uh, or like free for all, and they decided they wanted to do like more of a free for all. Um, so we basically there's actually two floors to this main uh, laser tag room, and you can go up by like nice. a ramp. And of course, there's all there's all sorts of walls you can get behind and and uh, and Were shoot there at any each other. supply crates and supply drops and zip lines and jump towers. <laughs> uh, there were some thermite grenades in there. I don't know. <laughs> nice, <laughs> sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, so you can obviously shoot it at other people, which is obviously the point of the game. Um, right. And it's funny, like whenever you actually get shot at and. Uh, your 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 body armor or whatever you want to call it, um, it will actually like it plays music while you're going along. And whenever you get hit, um, you you hear pew pew damaged, and mm. and then it takes a moment to reset, and then you can go again. Um, and I think if you like uh, are able to get a certain streak, um, you can actually do like a rapid fire mode with the laser the laser gun. So it's like a, it's almost like a Gatling gun kind of thing. Mm, um, an RPG element. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's also targets on the walls that you can shoot for extra points um, and things like that. Um, so unfortunately, I was in like fifth place out of like eight people. Um, but Better step uh, it up, man. Yeah. Got to step up gotta my do, laser tag Got to do Apex proud. <laughs> but uh, our number one. So one of the girls in our our youth group, she was Yoda. That was her name on the on the on the chest armor. Um, nice. She she won, and she was super excited about that. And uh, and so after that, we uh, were able to go and play some arcade games. Um, you could load money on a card, kind of like you do at like Kings Kings Island or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then go and play a bunch of games like they had ski ball and, and other different video games and, and stuff like that. Um, so we had a great time. Uh, it's always it's always fun heading over to that place. I'm glad that we have a local place like that um, to just lay you know chill out and, and take the kids there for for a fun activity. Um, yeah. In other news, we are on Baby Watch, 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 Watch. What you're having a baby? You're having a baby? No, not for me. Uh, oh, oh come on, man! man. Quit doing that. That's. Ev- I'm pretty you. sure every time you've you've brought up a baby and it's been in your personal update, Patrick and I have both been like, oh, having a bed. <laughs> no, I'm popping the champagne, and you're just like, nope, nope, no little bouches yet. Dirty. Uh, but uh, no, my sister-in-law uh, has been pregnant for a while. Almost nine months now, because that's how mm. that works. Um, but yep. uh, and you watched that baby? No. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I can't watch the baby because the baby is still in her stomach. Oh, um, I was like, that's early. But when I say it's we're on baby babysitter, <laughs> <laughs> no. When I say we're on baby watch, I mean we're getting really close. Uh, she's starting oh, to gotcha. have oh, contractions okay. <laughs> that are more and more frequent over my head. <laughs> How did your hair not catch that, Patrick? <laughs> Nothing goes over oh, my head. I thought it was just wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she technically her due date is March nineteenth, uh, but she is starting to have 
more and more frequent contractions. They're not mm. they're not oh. quite consistent yet, mm-hmm. but it's 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 happening. Look, it's starting. Yeah. Is this their first? Yes, this is their first. Oh, okay, nice. Um, so uh, I'm getting the feeling that we're going to get that text message that they're heading to the hospital some point soon. Uh, we've been kind of taking taking bets uh, as to when when she's actually going to have the baby, which is a boy. Uh, his name is, will be or is because he exists currently. Uh, his, right. His name is uh, Kevin Anthony Merritt the third. Kevin-y, Kevin-y. 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 Kevin, 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 Watch, Kevin Anthony, cool. Merritt. Yeah, that's his last cam. Name. It's a cam watch. Yep, I get it. Camera, cam watch. Mm-hmm. Kevin Anthony. <laughs> no, I'm I get getting it. The, I get it. I'm getting get the teethy head. From Patrick. No, cam uh, watch. But uh, yeah, right, fine. no, we're getting really way. excited that this baby is coming <clears> soon. Um, so we're just keeping a close eye. Um, but yeah, we're kind of taking, taking guesses as to when, uh, Kevin's actually going to come. What, what and, is your guess for old Kevin-y to be? Oh, kevin <laughs> <laughs> To be born. Kev, kevin Kev, kevin Kev, Kev, Okay. Um, I would say March 1st, which is Ooh, this Sunday. All right. Close. As long as he's a March baby, he's a winner. So, are you? A hopefully, March baby hopefully winner? he's not born on oh, yeah. February 29th. Uh, yeah, I he really would take forever to age. I know he would be like, "I'm only 12," <laughs> and he's actually like retiring. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess that'd yeah. be retiring from the military. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do math. Math is hard. Um. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much everything going on on my end that is exciting. Lucas? Cool. Yeah. How about yourself? Well, I just had the a very, very interesting last three days. I was internet-free, pretty much screen-free, and spent the last three days with my family and my church family at a family camp in... The hills of Brazil. Like, I don't even know where to tell you where I went. All I know is that we followed the uh, the GPS, and it took us to a uh, from a highway to a two-lane road to a dirt road to a smaller dirt road to a place where there was no cell phone reception, and I got a little nervous. I don't know if you guys travel very much, and you encounter places where this you don't have cell phone service. This is how horror movies start. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I'm alive. This is after the fact, so we're good. But uh, Or, yeah, or so... the rest of your party. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak for them, but we made it out alive, so we're good. 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 But uh, just spent the last three days just hanging out, kind of having some family time. We did, we did, this, uh, we did this family camp for... Uh, a couple different reasons. First of all, um, these family camps usually happen in Brazil during this time. Hold on, guys. My uh, I can my lights burning out, and oh, I can no. smell something burning. So let me, <laughs> let me <laughs> just shut it off real quick. <laughs> all right, where were we? So uh, we went to this family camp, and uh, we took some very questionable roads, but we did make it to our destination safe and sound. 
and uh, just got to enjoy three days of um, of just. I'm blanking. <laughs> Still smell the fumes just, just, from the light bulb. So every year, every year during this time, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the beginning of Lent, uh, the days leading up to Lent, the Lenten season, and then the 40 days leading up to Easter. Uh, but before Lent is uh, Fat Tuesday, which I think we're all familiar with from Mardi Gras and those kind of celebrations. Yeah. In Brazil, tomorrow. which is tomorrow, that's correct. Uh, in Brazil, that's called Carnival, and a lot of people know that as a party time in Rio de Janeiro in uh, Brazil, but it's all across the country. People celebrate Carnival weekend, and uh, most of the time, you fall into two different camps in Brazil. You either fall in the partying camp during Carnival, where you do lots of drinking and lots of partying and lots of hanging out with your friends because nobody works during that time. It's like a five-day weekend. And uh, beautiful, mm. yes. And then, if you're not in that camp, you're in the church camp, uh, both literally and figuratively, where <laughs> you, you, a lot of churches decide to have a camp where all the members of their congregation, friends, family, whoever, they all go to uh, a campground, uh, what they call a chakra, which is like a like a large property where there's lots of bunk beds and camp, not not like camping camping where you have a tent but more like dormitories and stuff. What was uh, that called? Chakra. Sh- not Shakaka. Shakaka? Not Shakaka. Did she just sing at the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shakira. No. <laughs> uh, and so we went to uh, one of the pastors. His parents have a chakra, a, uh, a campground. And so we went to that, and they have a few large dormitory areas that had like 12, 14 uh, bunk beds, and the guys stay in one area, and then the girls stay in the other area, or the the wives and uh, the kids. Uh, actually, James, the boys got to stay with their dad, so James got to sleep with me. And let me tell you that he was not a fan to sleep with the guys. Uh, mm. Pretty much after the first night, he was like, uh, Dad, you guys snore a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, uh, well, yes, that is a pretty known well fact that dads more do. often than not, dads snore. And so <laughs> the first night he was like, he, he's like, you didn't snore too badly, but there was a couple guys that was snored a lot, but I slept okay. The second night, which was last night, we only stayed two nights. It was a two night, three day kind of thing. Uh, he was like, I did not snore, or I did not snore. I did not sleep good at all, Dad. You snored, and that guy snored, and that guy snored, and that guy snored. He was like overrun with snores. And I will say that for myself, the second night was definitely worse because a few people came late to the party, quote-unquote party, and uh, they definitely were snores. And it's not just people that are like, it's people that sound like they have sleep apnea or they're like, they're like making weird noises, like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, someone call a doctor. Sounds like cause... an engine seizing on a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so weird. I'm like, oh, is he okay? Do I need to check on him? Uh, so, but besides the, the sleeping arrangements, you know, sleeping in bunk beds and, you know, the mattresses are, you know, not the greatest. It's nothing's like your bed. You know, when you sleep in other mattresses and other places, it's just not the same. Right. But uh, besides that, we had a really good time. They had a pool. They had 
you know, lots of food. The food was amazing. Uh, this pastor's family, like they run this campground and they cook like amazing and, and they make a lot of food. And so it was really good food. I could, I could hear myself getting fatter while I was at this camp. And, uh, but beyond that, you know, we had a really great like services together, devotional times. Sometimes we had devotional times just with, you know, me, Mindy and the kids. Sometimes it was just the guys and the girls separated. Uh, today we did uh, a little like just kind of, uh, solitary time where we just spent like 10 minutes after reading a scripture and just kind of, uh, you know, just thinking and praying. And then at the end, we all kind of just shared our little testimonies and it was really emotional and just really good. A really good time together. So nice. that was really fun, and uh, you know, so we in, we enjoyed that camp. And it was actually only the second time in the eight years we've been here. We've only done it twice. This is the second time, and for the most part, it was really good. Most of the time, we don't do it because just the kids hadn't been old enough, and we just really dreaded the idea. Especially Mindy dreaded the idea of the kids, like just her staying with the kids, because usually when they have mixed people, they put the guys in one place and the girls in the other. So just to kind of work around that. Uh, mm. Usually the kids stay with the moms is the typical practice, but now the kids are older and they're kind of able to take care of themselves and it was good. So it was a nice. fun little, fun little camping trip. Sweet. Nice. Uh, yeah. So besides that, uh, in life kind of transitioning things over to gaming, uh, I've been having a regular, uh, Twitch schedule that I've been trying to keep every week. I don't know if you guys have, have uh, noticed or seen that at least on Mondays and Wednesdays, I've tried to uh, twitch, as it were, uh, yep. at least for an hour a day, sometimes two. Uh, I've, at least to this point, I've built up a kind of a regular schedule of on Mondays, I call it Monster Mondays, where I try to play a game that's monster related. So lately, I've been playing Dead Cells or Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, and then on Wednesdays, I call it Whirly Wednesdays, where I give a game a whirl, as the phrase goes. Yeah. And uh, and Patrick's been with me for actually Patrick and Mark was with me a couple weeks ago when I played a game. But bef- the first one I did was Coffee Talk, which yes. was easily one of my favorite games that <laughs> I played. It wasn't I... really that good of a game, but you made it great. <laughs> no, but it was so fun because uh, for those that haven't played it, Coffee Talk is a coffee shop simulator. And you pretty much have these characters come in, except all the characters and actors and stuff are mythical creatures. So you have like an elf or a succubus, which is such a weird word, but pretty much it's just like a little demon lady. Say Uh, that again. Succubus. It sounds very (laughs) vulgar, actually. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Succubus. I guess it's succubus, not succubus. Like someone's take a bus. (laughs) Succubus. You know what? Succubus. Go suck a bus. <laughs> oh, that's the visual I usually had when I would say it. Okay, suck you, bus. <laughs> See, it sounds like I'm talking to a bus. <laughs> you know what? Suck you, bus. Suck you, bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, that's the kind of fun that game was having that we had with that game, Coffee Talk. The other one we played, I played was called Flat Heroes, and I know Mark joined me towards the end of that one. Mm-hmm. That's the one where you're, you're there's a bunch of shapes and it's pretty much like a, like a, oh, what are the, what are those kids? It's like a survival, like like a, a bullet hell kind of survival game where like there's all this stuff coming at you and you have to avoid it by moving around the screen. It oh, yeah, it looks, yeah. it looks really basic, but it reminds me of the game Sound Shapes. I don't know if you guys ever played oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, except you were like stuck in one area and you just have to avoid all the stuff flying at you. And if it touches you, you explode and you have to start over. It was pretty fun. Um, but I just played the demo. It, uh, it kind of reminded me of the like I was telling you the the Nintendo Game and Watch games that they put oh, out yeah. in the early '80s because of the very simple designs. Yes, and the way that they very were simple designs. And, and also, kind of kind of reminded me of the. Um, you remember those back in like the late '80s, early '90s? Uh, it was a company called Tiger Tiger Electronics. Oh yeah, they put out those little like L- oh those uh, were the LCD worst type. games those yeah. handheld games <laughs> <laughs> like those beeps. The funny thing yeah. is, they're bringing those back. No, no way. <laughs> no. Are you serious? They're I'm bringing serious. those back. They are bringing those back. Worst are, games of all time. All of them. There are four particular <laughs> ones that they're bringing back. I think it was like Sonic the Hedgehog three. Um, gosh, and there's like three other ones that I don't remember. Huh. Um, but uh, no yeah, idea. they're making those again. Yeah, yeah, play on nostalgia. Hey, whatever works, I guess. No, yep. those are the it ones never worked. where <laughs> it never worked. Like, you but you know, you played those. Turn it sucked the, the end, audio. Though. If you turn off the audio, it's okay. It's palpable. I had a power ring. Palatable. That I loved. That's the word. Not palpable. Palatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a football one. It made me feel like I was Joe Montana. Because that's how old the game was. <laughs> <laughs> and Pretty that's sure the noises was. that Joe Montana made whenever he played that, football. That is correct. Jerry The last game I played uh, for Whirly Wednesday was Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. Nice. And, and within the first five minutes, I definitely died twice. <laughs> the and I played for an hour and a half. So you can only imagine I died a lot, a lot more than twice. But yeah, so that was uh, that was the main bit of my gaming. I had some other gaming things going on, but I'm going to save that one. So, Mark, what kind of gaming did you do this past week? Tell me you've continued the journey with Aloy. 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 I don't remember. Aloy. The battery. Uh, the battery, battery. The battery lady. The alkaline <laughs> battery. In Horizon Zero Dawn, don't break my heart. Okay, You're break it. I can see it in your eyes. He's so he's he's saying move on. Yep, <laughs> he's saying move on. That's, okay. exact, that's exactly what games? he's saying. <laughs> so, any other games besides Horizon Zero Dawn that you've been playing? Tell oh, come on, come on, <laughs> come on! You Can't know imagine. what I've been playing? <laughs> PUBG. Yes. <laughs> nope. Although I was kind of intrigued, um, they just started their PUBG's just started their new season, and they actually have a team deathmatch mode. And I was like, I'd "Too like little, to give too late." Tr- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not something that would keep you know get me back and and stay into it, but like I I kind of want to try that just to see it what it would be like. Um, but yeah, other than that, no, no to PUBG. Uh, no, I've definitely been playing Apex, um, especially this past weekend where uh, they brought back the original season one map. Uh, it's called King's Canyon. Yeah. Um, they've brought it back in, in, in different forms uh, in the past year or so. Um, pretty much like when season three came around, 
they basically tied it into the story that you kind of had to move locations for the game. Um, mm-hmm. So that's when they brought the new map in, and then they had they had it come back for the Halloween event where they gave it a real like dark. It was at night, real dark Halloween flare with like candles all around, and they they kind of had that same thing. Um, for the limited time event they had a couple weeks ago uh, called the Grand Soiree. Um, and then uh, Thursday they were just like, hey, surprise, the original's coming back. And it's coming back for a weekend. So uh, <laughs> One weekend. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yep. So uh, And I did. I, I got nice. to play um, a bunch of matches at Kings Canyon with Patrick and Jonathan and uh Haley and uh actually a couple of my other buddies um from from here in town that I hadn't actually played with for a really long time. Uh we used to play Halo every weekend, Halo three back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um and Halo four, I should say. Um but um finally got them to to jump on and play some Apex and the and this is how I know I'm getting older. <laughs> um <laughs> They couldn't jump on because of their jobs. They couldn't jump on until midnight, my time. And uh, I mean, Pat, you know, you know, our gameplay is like usually we're getting on about eight thirty, nine o'clock, right, or yep. so. And then we're getting off at like maybe one thirty. Yeah, I was playing until two thirty. Um, then didn't actually get to go to sleep until about three thirty. And so that just absolutely messed with me. Like I can't. Oh yeah, feel that those, the next day. Those mm. days are long gone. Staying up that late for me, um, one thirty is 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 my limit, uh, and I try not to do that every night because I end up really feeling it the next day. Right. Um, but uh, it was good to actually get to play with them uh, nice. again because it had been so long. Hopefully. It'll be a regular thing, but probably won't be as long. I probably would only be able to play till about one thirty. I know that's just how their lives are. They they work second shift jobs, so mm-hmm. they can't really get on until eleven thirty midnight. Mm. Um, so, but they were they were kind of having that beginner frustration, just because they kept dying, and that that's just the nature of Apex. You have to actually practice and get used to it. Um, to to get any better at it, yeah. But they were just having that beginner frustration. But the, I think they still enjoyed it. So, but yeah, that's mainly what I've been playing. Uh, there were there was a moment where I was like, man, I should play some Horizon, t- but Apex <laughs> <laughs> and Apex. <laughs> <laughs> and I have I have that same thing where I I'm like, okay. I haven't played this game yet. It was $5 like three months ago. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play this. It's a two-hour story game. I'm going to play it. I turn it on. I get to the main menu and I'm like, you know what? Screw this, Apex. (laughs) (laughs) And then I switch back over. It's just like coming home. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're home. Uh, But uh, for for me, um, uh, the wife and I have been playing games together. And that does not happen very often. And when my wife's like, hey, do you want to play some games? I'm thinking, oh, we're going to play some board games. We're going to play some card games. We're going to go outside and 
guess which car is going to drive by. No, she wanted to play <laughs> video games, and we started playing Overcooked. And we've 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 dabbled in that uh, every I don't know like a couple levels here and there because either Claire wanted to play it or Clark wanted to play it, but so we started playing it and we are close to beating it. I think there's there's three levels that we uh, don't have three stars on, and nice. I don't know if we'll ever get three stars. It's it's the man. Point some where of those are hard. It's. There's like there's the ice levels where you're like sliding yeah. around. There's like um like little glaciers that like go back and forth, and you have to cross over to the other side. And if you don't cross right, and you fall into the water, and then you you like have to respawn after five seconds. We played that one probably I don't know twenty times, and I think that's the that is we've reached her video game skill at yeah. that level, and we only got two stars on that one. Uh, yeah. But I think we have, we need to get a couple more. I think we need to get two more stars. We need to, we need to play to get to the last level because you need so many stars to get to right. continue playing. Yeah. So, um, so we were getting really frustrated with the, with that, with that ice gate uh, level. Um, not to the point where we're like yelling at each other. It was just like, we were getting frustrated because we kept dying and falling yep. into the, into the water. Yep. So, at, we we got to a point where like all right we're getting frazzled we're we're just making mistakes because we've been playing this for so long let's take a break and we'll we'll get back at it at some point within the next week or so um, nice so we can beat it so that's been pretty fun to play with uh, play games with with her I think after we're done with that one then we'll move on to Overcooked two so nice um, I've heard uh, I've heard Overcooked two is a little more user friendly because that's they, what I hear they, yeah they give you different moves and well I, don't know. I haven't see, played it personally but. There's one there's one move in Overcooked. It's called the boost. You know, you hit circle on the PlayStation and you like zoom and she right. never uses it. Never yeah. uses it. And I think when we were able to get a lot of you know three stars on on almost all the levels uh, with her not using the boost. Yeah. Um so I feel like if she would start to learn the boost, we might be able to get the three stars on the last one. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we're we're looking forward to to beating that and then uh, going on to Overcooked two. Um, nice man. So other than that, I've been playing uh, games with Clark. Uh, I know one of the my New Year's resolutions was to beat twelve games with him. I, we've beaten three games so far, and we're working on Super Mario Maker two. And you had said, Lucas, that <laughs> as a joke, one thousand no levels. <laughs> And it's and it's funny because we are playing levels that are user created. We're playing this game right. this like endless mode, and you just play, you know, level after level after level. level. After Some level. of these levels are ten seconds long. Some of oh, okay. them are a minute long. Then I you don't know? feel so bad about a thousand levels. As yeah, a yeah. So I, well, I was like, it was a joke, but it's actually attainable because right now we're I think we're at like five hundred and two. Oh nice. Gosh. <laughs> and it, yeah, That's a lot but, of levels. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not like. 500 levels and each of them are five minutes you know right there's there's i would say half of them or more than half of them are less than a minute long so um yeah we we, we can play we'll play for you know a half hour and we'll get through 20 levels you know cool. so it's uh we'll, we'll continue to work at it um and what's nice i thought like one in the endless mode i thought you had to play it all in one sitting but you can save it and then come back to it at any point. So, oh, and nice. like up in the right hand corner, it gives you like the uh, the ticker of how many levels you've beaten. 
So, um, so that's an easy way for me to figure out, oh, that's yeah. how many levels we've done. Nice. I thought maybe you had like paper and pencil and you were writing oh, down. I, that's okay, what I thought number I was number 57. There's got to be a tracker somewhere <laughs> and Endless Mode does it. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. So that's been pretty fun. And, and uh, he's been uh, making levels now. Like he's got to the point where he was watching Whoa. some like YouTube videos of how to make it because there's there are so many different uh, options. Oh, I'm sure because Mario Maker. Maker Two has like regular Mario, Mario Two, Mario Three, Mario World, Mario Deluxe, Mario 3D or, World. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, like there's all, all different kinds. And it's I think crazy. Mark, I think you told me that there's like a trillion different options. A oh, there's 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 tons there's the, tons of options. There's so many uh, different ways that you can create in this in this world. So, and I think it's because there's different um, different games in there. Like you said, the Super Mario, Super Mario Three. Um, you know, you can make things that are upside down. You can make things dark, and it's just it's there's so many different options. But um, it's fun. Well, after he makes a level, we'll play through it. You yeah. know, and, and playing playing levels that he's created, that's just it's just fun. That's so cool. That takes yeah. me back to like Excite Bike and stuff back in the NES days, you know, when you could make a track and then you're like, Man, this is gonna be awesome and then you like crash every two seconds. You're like, Yeah, this is and, not and awesome. side note, we got we got the Nintendo online, it's like twenty bucks for the entire year, and it comes with NES and Super NES games mm-hmm. and Excite Bike is on there and we have created levels in Excite Bike. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I'm just like sitting in front of like a thirteen inch, you know, big huge TV with my brother when I was five. You know, that's yeah. just it just brings me back on with that with that game. That's my kid's favorite NES game still to this day. After playing like thirty different games, they're like, "So can we play Excite Bike?" <laughs> it's so good. It's yes. so fun. Let's do nice. It. Yeah, but that's so. It. So speaking of, I know you mentioned um, your New Year's resolution, Pat. Yeah, um, it made me think of you know my New Year's resolution. I've been wanting. I want to play at least more than five 2020 games. Games that come mm-hmm. out in twenty twenty. Right. And I had no idea which one was going to be the first one I would play. And oh. now I know. Which one? So this uh, upcoming month, talking about the month of March, there is a particular game coming out that I have been waiting for. I think they announced it at E3 2016. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I played the first game. It is. No, not that one. No? <laughs> no. No. There's one coming before that. Wrong guess. Um, I played the first one a while back, and I absolutely love the game. So it's a sequel. Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've heard good right. things about that. Yeah, I absolutely loved Ori and the Blind, Ori and the Blind Forest. Uh, my wife actually played through that game, too. Kristen actually played through and beat it. Nice, nice. Um, so we both love the game, and we're super excited. It comes out, I think, March eleventh. Um, it's right around the corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that will be Very the first cool. twenty twenty game that I will be playing. Excellent. Nice man, excellent, excellent. Do it. Play Ori and the Will of the Wisps. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if if Palpatine was like, or Darth Sidious was like your gaming buddy? <laughs> 
download it now. Make sure you have adequate health. <laughs> Don't use the Konami code. Wait, do it. It's a part of the dark side. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I do want to backpedal real quick, Patrick. You mentioned playing Overcooked with the wife. Yeah. And I have to confess that I can't remember if I told you guys about Mindy and I playing. I think I did. And I could only get her skill-wise to probably right around the rats, which I think... Oh, that's like early. <laughs> yeah. Once rats got involved, my wife hates rats in any form. Real life movies, like she can barely stand Ratatouille, which you would actually be uh, elated about since you hate all things Pixar because you're a hater. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Zing. Uh, yeah, she got, she got to the rat part and... On top of things, she's not like multitasker, but yeah, once we got to the rat levels, which is very early on, mm. that's when I noticed we began to really struggle. Like we were going for three stars, and then once we hit that, it was like, nope, not going to happen. I didn't push it because she's not like that kind of reflex uh, rush. She doesn't like pressure when she plays games. So sure. Yeah. But it, it is a fun, it is a fun thing to do with your spouse if you can. Yeah. Mark, have you played Overcooked with, uh, Kristen, Kristen? I, I, I just blank for a second. I'm like, with, with Mrs. don't say Boucher. the wrong woman's name. Yeah, with Mrs. Butcher. <laughs> well, no, Lucas, I have not played with that person. Okay. Well, I don't know who person. they are. <laughs> um, no, we talked about playing Overcooked, and I was explaining it to Kristen, and she's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> because like, she would get completely stressed out by it. Yeah, um, that's pretty much how Mindy is. She she just can't handle games like that. Um, so it's like, okay, that's fine. I've been kind of looking around at, at games we could possibly play together, but just hasn't happened yet. I thought about Overcooked since everybody's playing it with their wives. And I was like, yeah, I know, right? It stressed me out. I know it would stress Kristen out because we played Overcooked <laughs> yeah. at, um, you know, we played Overcooked when we came when we did our Ohio trip, um, and and we played it. We all played it together downstairs, and it was stressful for me just just playing that little bit of time. So right. I know she would absolutely hate and it. And I did not make it easy for anyone either. <laughs> <laughs> what? How dare you? How dare um, you, sir? You never do those things. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think Overcooked's out for us. Gotcha. All right. So uh on the gaming front for me i know i already mentioned um streaming but besides streaming i actually uh have realized that i have my own personal apex you know that kind of game where you want to play other games but then you just circle right back to that just one comfort food kind of game where you're just like i just love it so much and enjoy it so much yeah and it all started when I got the platinum trophy for a little game that I've talked to you guys about before called Dead Cells. Yeah. Uh, this is not an easy platinum. I think it has like a 6% uh, platinum, uh, whatever, like 6% of people who own the game have gotten the platinum. Uh, and I realized some weeks ago that I had the UK version, uh, the, the British version of Dead Cells, and I found out that you can get 
all the trophies again on the U.S. version. And so I got my hands on the U.S. version, and I have started the game all over again. No way. Nice. Because I wow. love to punish myself. <laughs> In the process of getting the trophies, uh, starting to get the trophies all again this past week, I realized because instead of playing the other games that I wanted to play, I only played Dead Cells. And I realized yeah. it's my own personal apex and in the process of playing the game over and over and over again and uh, punishing myself because it's not an easy game, but it's really fun. Um, it, it has, it has risen to the top, the top five of my favorite games of all time. And so today I thought it would be cool if we talked about our top five and our bottom five video games of all time for the topic of the show. That's right, folks. We are talking about our top and bottom five games of all time. We're laying it all out, even if it's difficult, even if our list changes every day, every month, every year. We're committing to it, mm. sealing it in concrete where we can also use some uh, whiteout in the process, which we probably will while we're talking about it. But... uh we are going to be talking about our top and bottom five video games of all time. So, guys, do you want to talk about, do you want to do good news or bad news first? Mm, let's do good news. Good news. Let's start on a positive note. Lay it all out. Now, I think what would be best, I don't know if you guys have a, like a, like a one, two, three, four, five ranking, or if you just have your top five games that you couldn't put in order um i got i got i have them in order i put them you have in them order. in order you minor have yours in order, order as well minor also in order nice okay so um i don't know if you guys just to not be well you can you can edit this out or not edit it out i didn't i wanted to establish this before we talked about it but i totally forgot i don't know if you guys want to when someone mentions a game if it's in somebody else's list if you want to just have the conversation there and say it's a game later on, or if you want to just have that one person talk about it, what do you prefer? Uh, let's let's yeah. If if it's on your list, talk about it too. All right, sounds yeah, good. Bring it up. All right, Mark. Hopefully, you feel the same way because Patrick said it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Great. So let's start then with our number five, and I already revealed my number five, so I'm just gonna go ahead and get it out of the way, and it is Dead Cells. Nice. Uh, this game is a game that uh, Jared Orr uh, from the MTTG community uh, shared with me. He actually uh, mailed it to my father-in-law, who then brought it to me when he came to visit in November. And what I have nice played. Young man, I know what a sweet young man. He's so nice. Um, I played this game like uh, off and on in November and December, but once we got back from vacation in January. Like, I've played it almost daily. And to the point where my wife the other day was watching me play, and she's like, you haven't finished this game yet? <laughs> <laughs> or if I turn on the PlayStation, my kids are like, you're playing Dead Cells, aren't you, Dad? And I'm yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> and uh, I confess to my wife, I'm like, I've finished this game at least 50 times. <laughs> and then I explained, proceeded to explain way more than she wanted to know how the game works. To give you guys a quick 
run of the mill of what the game's all about. It's pretty much a Metroidvania, which means you you get power ups and stuff to be able to hit reach different parts of the map, and uh, you pretty much have like a dozen basic stages that you can do in different order. Um, but it's pretty much based on you playing, fighting uh, bad guys, enemies, and stuff. Getting cells from them, which helps you upgrade your gear, helps you upgrade um, different perks and uh, those kind of things. Kind of like uh, Apex. I think you have perks in Apex, right? Uh, Maybe not. I haven't played Apex really. very much. Yeah, so never you mind. have attachments to your guns and yes, you have, so each one has abilities. Yeah. yeah. So just imagine that you can upgrade those things in death. And so that's what Dead Cells is all about. You just play and you die. You play and you die. You play and you die. And in the process, even though you're dying a lot, you're getting better. So it's like, it's like you know, like a, a Bloodborne or a Dark Souls kind of game, except you. It's I think it's more forgiving in terms of you just pick up and, and keep going again and again and again. Mm. But it's really fun. It's uh, all about discovery, reflex-driven platforming and fighting. Uh, I just love it because you can just sometimes you can play like uh, like an archery build, or you can play up in your face. Um, you know, melee fighting. You can use uh, turrets and tactical stuff. Like at one point, I found a, a an owl as a as a pet slash weapon, and I love him. He just he's like Hedwig, or I guess she's like Hedwig, if you read the Harry Potter books. Uh, but just follows you around and shoots the bad guys for you, and uh, it's just a really fun game. And so it is my number five game. Nice. How about you, Patrick? Uh, okay, so my number five game of all time is going to be a bit of a shocker for 100% of the people that are listening uh, mm. and you guys. Uh, but this, this game I've played um, uh, 10, 12 times, and it is 24 the game. I knew it. I <laughs> called it earlier when we were talking about it. It uh, is 24 the game. So I I uh last That's year awesome. I bought a I I didn't I didn't have a PS2. I don't know what happened to my my PS2. Um but I bought another PS2 just to play 24 the game again. <laughs> and it is the reason why I like it cuz um it, I I like story driven games. Right. And I I watched every single episode of 24 when it was on and this this game was set between seasons two and three, and it was very faithful to um, to the series. Uh, they had all of the actors that were in seasons uh, two and three. Um, they had all the voices, the likenesses, and they had like it was it was it was like playing a a season, um, and it was it was just like a run and gun action uh, story driven game where uh, you're just gunning down. Uh, you know foes and uh you were unlocking unlocking doors like mini games you were uh right. defusing bombs um yeah uh i i just i just love the whole 24 premise and ev- after every mission you know you get the the clock countdown to the end of the hour uh and they would just it was i just thinking about it i want to play more of it again <laughs> But yeah, that's that's my number five. I absolutely love that game. Nice, nice. What about you, Mark? What's your number five? All right. So looking at my at my top five list, I was trying to pick games from like across the board in terms of like generations and stuff like that. Trying to be 
you know, just trying to remember current gen, you right. know. Right. There's a early. lot to choose from. Yeah. Um, so this first one is very much current gen. And that game is Apex Legends. Um, so it is, it's not my number one because there's, there's games that I have more of a fondness for yeah. that will come later. Mm. Um, but just the fact that I've been playing this game for over a year now um, and have not lost my love for it and yeah. they have found ways to keep me invested um, which I guess a lot of free to play games are good at that, but, um, and just as, you know, as much fun as I have with it, with, uh, with all my friends and, um, trying to get new people involved, uh, to learn the game and stuff. Um, this is basically like, you know, Fortnite became such a huge thing in terms of battle Royale games for a lot of people. This is my Fortnite. Um, yeah. And, and so I feel like we've talked about it before. This is like the best of both worlds in between your PUBG and your, and your Fortnite. Um, there's, there's actually interesting lore, um, throughout the game and, and through videos that they have, that respawn has released, um, that has made it interesting. It's very much tied into the Titanfall universe. There's a lot of settings and, uh, characters, that come from the Titanfall universe that tie this into Apex, um, that 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 make it interesting, mm. um, yeah. And the characters and it and it it ties the battle royale genre with like elements of Overwatch and the fact that all your characters have you know different special abilities and you can mix and match when you play with squads um, for different strategies and 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 things like that and and dep- depending on your play style. And all that kind of stuff, um, and, and it's just been a lot of fun, and I'm and I'm interested to see where it goes from here. But yeah, it's it's made it to my top five for sure. So funnily enough, it has made my top five as well. It's actually at number three for me. Ooh, so nice. my my list, uh, Mark, you were talking about how you were thinking about your list. My list, I was kind of based on, on um, how many hours or how long I've played these types of games or these games Mm -hmm. over the years, you know, because, you know, 24, the game is a PS2 game and I still play it. It's been out for several years Mm. um, and I go back and play it. But Apex Apex Legends, I played, I played so much more than probably all of these other games combined um, because uh, obviously there is proof of it too. There is proof of it, yeah. In your email. Uh, I just I just love the randomness to every single match from dropping from the ship uh to the different maps they use to the different events that they have. They always keep me coming back each and every week with something new. Um and I absolutely love it. I, you know, like Mark and I play started with PUBG uh and we gravitated towards Call of Duty and then now Apex and we haven't we haven't uh, wavered or uh, gone or deterred to another game, um, and we're sticking with it because it's it's just fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's my number three. Nice. All right. I Lucas, can't what say about your number four? I'm too surprised that it's yeah. in your guys' <laughs> top five. I knew it was coming. Yeah. And honestly, is like with the passion and the way you guys talk about Apex, uh, I really wish I liked it. Like yeah, I really wish I, I had yep. the patience for it's and it's you know what it's not even Apex it's just first person shooter multiplayer like 
competitive games, I just can't get into it and I can't yeah. I'm not patient enough with myself. It's really it's like a it's like those, you know, it's the bad breakup line. It's not it's not you, it's me. And so, you know, it is what yeah. it is. It's not everybody's yeah. cup but, of tea. Right. But I'm I'm happy for you guys. I'll say oh, that. Well, thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into number four. And ironically, my number four. Uh, oh, wait. Did you give your number? No. No, we were right. We're at number four. Yeah. I had a. You're at number four. Technically, Pat has given his number three already. Brain yep. fart. Yes. Yep. That's, what, that's what happened. Pat yep. got me all mixed up. It wasn't me whatsoever. Sorry. It's midnight, so <laughs> bad things me, happen after you. midnight. I'm like a gremlin. <laughs> okay. So, ironically enough, my number four has the number four in it. Can Ooh. you guess which game it is? Final Fantasy Four. No. <laughs> Resident Evil Four. No. Forza Horizon Four. Forza Horizon Four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, you got to guess because Patrick's <laughs> Dance Dance Central Four. Speaking nonsense, oh, you got God. it. Dance Dance Central. You 4. said guess, you so I don't know. <laughs> All right, it's Uncharted Four. The culmination nice. oh, okay. to good one. the epic series. So I I. So like some of my top five games, I just, the memory, I think, of playing them puts them up in the upper echelon of games for me. And so Uncharted 4, I still remember, I think it was May or June of 2015, I think, is when it came out. I believe it was 2015. Uh, And it came out right around the time that Mindy went off to the U.S. for a week to go celebrate her parents' 50th wedding anniversary. And so it was just me and the kids. And so during the day I would work, kids would go to school. Then we would, you know, come home from school and we would do dinner. They would go to bed at 8.30 and every night, that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe six nights, uh, from the time my kids went to bed until the wee hours of the night I was playing Uncharted 4 playing through that campaign, experiencing Nathan Drake's like swan song. Uh, I just love that game. It's, Mm. it's amazing. It's got a, and not only is it amazing, like I I think all of us have played uncharted one, two, three. I think all of us have played most of the games in the series, right? I've played them all. Even the, the Vita one. I still haven't played the Vita one. I feel like a fake fan. I need to, I have it. I just need to play it. Confession time. Oh no. I have played Uncharted 1 and beaten it. That's it? I have started Uncharted 2. I have not played through the rest wow, of Wow, so... Man. Okay, Mark, listen. You need to stop Didn't not you, playing uh, you, Horizon you Zero to, Dawn and play the Uncharted 2. <laughs> yes. you, you have to understand. You have to understand. I didn't get uh, a PS... I never got a PS3. And oh, I forgot I didn't you get didn't a have PS- a PS3. And I didn't get a PS4 until much later in the in the console cycle. Wasn't you, the Uncharted collection free yes, on PlayStation Plus? I was going to say. Did yep, you... and guess what? Totally missed that. Oh, no! Yep. Yep. What? Yep. You missed it? Yep. Mark, missed Marcus it. James Butcher. I only How have so much. You, well, that's not true because I could have te- technically just added it to my library. Yeah, yeah I just missed you it. You always add it to the download. Oh, man. That breaks my heart. You're fired. Fired. (laughs) Fired. We are no longer paying you, sir. (laughs) We're no longer paying you. (laughs) We're no longer paying you. Oh, man. But anyways, 
All right, back to we're supposed to start with the positive thing, so I'm not going to think about what Mark <laughs> just told us. Uh, Uncharted Four, it just it has a deep message. I think of the like of the Uncharted series games, it has the deepest message for marriage, friendship, family, like all around. It is such a good game, and I loved it every second of it, and and yeah. playing that, and uh, just talking about the story with people, and listening to the spoiler casts, and. Uh, like them leaving it open for future Uncharted's and uh, with the, the the Drake family and all that jazz. Uh, just so good. So that was my number four. Nice. nice. Yes. Well, my number four is an Xbox One game Ooh, okay. called Quantum Break. Oh, okay. So yeah. I I love anything that deals with time. Uh, time Absolutely. travel or time manipulation, mm-hmm. um, and I love the 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 cinematic game that this is. Not only is it cinematic, they also have like episodes, like live action episodes in between chapters. Yeah, they tried something different. Quite a unique. lot of people thought that didn't like that part, but I absolutely loved it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a nice uh, or like a a cool creative way to. Uh, tell another part of the story mm-hmm. because basically the game you're playing as a protagonist and then the episodes are more of like what's happening on the other side like what is the what are the villains doing uh what are the bad guys doing in in this story so it was it was pretty cool um and i think i played through that game maybe probably once uh, uh every i don't know six eight months so i played it through like four times i have not played it on the hardest difficulty because i think if i because i have all the all the achievements except that one of playing on the hardest difficulty mm, yeah um so I, I just haven't done that and i i just i will play it on like medium or hard just because i have i just know how to play the game now um so it's easy to get through i just haven't played it but uh it's ah yeah it's a good game i really love that game Nice. Mark? So so my number four game, which is interesting because it's, it's sequel actually, you know, expounded upon it and made it better. Like they mm-hmm. made improvements to the series. But I have a certain fondness for this particular game because of this is the game that basically got me into the series. Um, and I, I played it with a good buddy of mine. We co-opted. Uh, with with together with him and and I think a couple of other people, um, but I absolutely love this game. Uh, it's Borderlands Two, nice and and you know the Borderlands series basically defined the looter shooter genre, mm-hmm. uh, and and basically made it explode. Um, but I absolutely love the game because of its its style, because of all the cool weapons and abilities you can get with different characters. Um, and tons and tons and tons of pop culture references. Oh man, um, I love all the a little plethora. A plethora. Um, yeah, just a bunch of 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 Easter eggs and and things like that. Pop culture references that that made me absolutely. And the comedy in it is 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 great. Made me absolutely love the game. Laughed my my head off playing it. Um, and Borderlands Three is technically the better game, per se, but hmm. just because it was my entryway into the series, 
Borderlands 2 uh, is is my number four. Nice. nice. Very nice. All right, number three. My number three is, in my opinion, the culmination of nostalgic retro-styled games uh, all around the world, all throughout time. Uh, I love this epic collection of uh, different stories and gameplay um, uh, gameplay styles, and that is Shovel Knight. Uh, I've, oh. I've talked about this game before, um, you know, and talking about Shovel Knight Showdown, which is a, uh, what is that brawl game? Super Mario Brawl, Super, it's not Super, Super Smash Mario. Brothers? Yes, yeah, Super Smash Brothers. Super Mario Brawl. <laughs> I a total brain fart where I couldn't remember the name of it. Yes, Super Mario Brawl. Anyways, uh, no, Super Smash Brothers. You know, like... It, it uh Shovel Knight is like a collection of I think three campaigns, four, four campaigns. You have Shovel Knight, the title character, and then you have three, uh, three knights that I they're they're bosses in the original Shovel Knight game, and it's Specter Knight, Plague Knight, and King Knight, and you get to play their backstories, either prequels or sequels from the Shovel Knight story, and they all have different play styles, like, um. Uh, Plague Knight, he uses potions, and the way you kind of jump or move around the 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 stage is by throwing potions that explode, and that like propels you forward. And uh, then you have others like Spectre Knight, who has a scythe, and he's kind of like a ghost-like character, thus the Spectre. And uh, anytime there's an object on the screen that's within his slashing uh, reach, it helps propel him forward and diagonally and up and down and all around. Uh, King Knight has like a charge move which then makes him go into a spin move, which is just all of them have these subtle differences. But, but beyond the gameplay, they, they grab from all these NES games from the past, like Zelda, uh, Metroid, um, and they take the different elements from those games and make a more modern version. The music in it is amazing. Um, uh, and just th- the way they can tell a heartfelt story just through text and some 8-bit uh, graphics is just second to none. And so for that reason, because of its just culmination of, of retro-styled retro games and stuff, uh, that's why I chose Shovel Knight as my number three. Sweet. Patrick, what's your uh, number three? Yeah. Number three for me is Apex Legends. Oh, that's right. I knew that yep. already. Just yep. kidding. Spoilers. <laughs> I ruined the spoilers. Hey. hey All right, Mark, number three for you, my friend. So my number trace is... Like I said, I was as I was looking through all the all the games that I've played throughout my life and different generations and and things that I enjoyed to play enjoyed playing. Um, I was thinking back to the old GameCube era. Oh, okay. Because uh, I actually owned a GameCube. Because uh, for quite a while, I was I was fully on the Nintendo train. Um, I I mean, I had other consoles like I had a Genesis. I had a PS1, PS2, all that kind of stuff. But like for quite a while, I was mainly on the Nintendo train. I loved Nintendo games specifically. Um, and I was thinking like I bought, or at least my mom bought, uh, the GameCube. And I wanted the GameCube specifically for one game. And it's interesting that you mentioned Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. 
Super um, Mario you mean Brawl. Super Mario Brawl? <laughs> Super Mario Brawl. <laughs> Man, they totally need to go back and rename all of them Super Mario Brawl. Um, which is funny because technically there was a game called Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, there was, but not, but not Super Mario Brawl. It was um, on the Wii. But um, the reason that I wanted the GameCube was for what many see as the probably the best entry in the series and that is super smash brothers melee Mm. and so that is my number three nice my number three video game um i i just i played the mess out of that game i i loved playing through the campaign i mean it's it's not a super in-depth campaign obviously you're just you know fighting through different fighters and right um I don't remember the exact. There is a storyline. I just I don't remember it at this point. But um, I I loved always playing with friends and stuff, and it just feels good. Like in terms of a fighting game, mm-hmm. in terms of a Super Smash Brothers game, um, uh, I've played all of them at one point or another. Uh, but Melee is just one that always has just stuck with me. Yeah, um, is that the one so, where they introduced Pikachu? Uh, Pikachu was in the first one. Oh, was he, he in the was, first one? He was. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, at least I'm pretty trying sure. to remember which one was the melee. Mm. How about Solid Snake? Did they introduce Solid Snake in melee? That was either I want to say that was Brawl. All right, forget it. I'm not guessing anymore. Solid Wait, Snake. how about? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Gonna say <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely loved that game. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's my number three. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, we're more than half- halfway there. Uh, do you guys want to hear some joiners top five games? Yeah. Maybe get a Go preview for, for what some of ours may or may not be. Let's do it. Uh, we got, let's go with that there shelter on the Discord. Jonathan, he said, top in no order would be Bioshock, Halo Reach, Overwatch, Last of Us, and of course, Tetris. Just kidding, it's Apex. Nice. (laughs) A very solid list, uh, for sure. Uh, Ash Ingram on the Discord said, Top 5, Fallout 3, Telltale's Walking Dead series. That's a little cheating, Ash. That's not a game, that's a series. But (laughs) I'm about to cheat later. You're not wrong. Yeah, I know. I've also been tempted with that. Uh, the Last of Us, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Skyrim. Yes. I dedicated a whole year pretty much to Skyrim in 2012. For sure. Nice. nice. Yes. Uh, Corey Fouch, or Smith, Corey Smith, on Twitter. His top five is number one, Bioshock. Number two, Fallout 3. Number three, Skyrim. Again, number four, Gears of War. And number five, Red Dead Redemption, the original. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Cash Junkie, Zach Ald, at Cash Junkie on Twitter, said, uh, I'm going to do his in reverse order. Do number five, Fable Anniversary. Number hmm. four, okay. Dragon Age Origins. Uh, number three, Pokemon Yellow. I used to have that nice. Game Boy. It's a good one. 
Number two, Tony Hawk Underground. And number one, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Tony Hawk, yes. Yes, Tony love Hawk. Love those games. Represent and I love the music in those games. Oh, yeah. The music that can't be done again because of copyright and yep. all that mm-hmm. jazz. It's good stuff. Yep. Uh, let's see. Splig at Dopalicious. The best. Bioshock. Warcraft 3. Job's done. Mega Man X. Final Fantasy 6. And Call of Duty series. It's all the same, right? But if he has to choose, <laughs> yeah, pretty much it is. But if yeah, he's, basically. he said if he has to choose, that would be, he would choose number four, which I think, is that? Modern Warfare Modern 4? Warfare 4, right? No. No. Call of Duty 4 is Modern Warfare. Warfare. Yeah, there's no number Okay. It. Yeah, it's Call of right. Duty 4, Modern Warfare. <laughs> okay. I'm probably wrong about that, and you can put that in the We Wrong chat. Yeah, I think, I think you're, I think you're, I think you're right. You got it. All right. I'll uh, I'll save some more for later. We had a lot of top five responses, so we'll save those for once we go through our our uh, top two. Okay. Speaking of the top two, let's go to number two. My number two is Metal Gear Solid V, or as some say, five. <laughs> as many say. Nice. Okay, as most people as say, Metal many Gear say. Solid. <laughs> some people say Metal Gear Solid V. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody ever says that. I just said it right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, what what can be said about this game? I mean, it was game of the year. I think the year it came out, it was uh, a game that I sank at least 150 hours into, uh, if not a little more. Um, it is a convoluted Kojima thing of beauty. Uh, it's something where you never know what's going to happen, either based on the story where there's going to be a twist, there's going to be a turn, there's going to be something that happens that you don't quite understand, but you don't really care because it's just so intriguing or funny or bonkers, crazy. Uh, and somehow in Metal Gear Solid Five, Kojima was able to take his his like unexpected story twists and uh, make it also apply to gameplay to where one second you would be you know, running in, you know, through uh, an area and all of a sudden you get attacked by uh, a wild animal and then that wild animal triggers some bad guys to come after you and you, like, you get attacked by a helicopter at the same time and then you attach a balloon to a Jeep and use that to destroy the helicopter and then you attach balloons to the, the enemies and, like, all of a sudden you somehow win the day and then you die to the animal that attacked you at the very beginning like just all this crazy stuff happens that doesn't make any sense but it's so crazy when it happens in the game that you just want to keep exploring and keep seeing what you can run into did you guys play metal gear solid 5 at all and have any of those crazy i i have not i got to the i played I think it starts out when you're in like the hospital. Yeah, you're in like a psychiatric ward. Oh that's, yeah, it's bonkers. That's, that's as far as I got. Oh, I haven't man. gotten any farther than that. I actually played. Um, I guess it was technically a demo. It was like the the one that came kind of right before that. That was kind of connected to it. Ground, Ground Zeroes. Zeroes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played that just one. to just to try it. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> neither of those give you a, a like a real taste of what like the gameplay and the things that happen. Uh, it takes some time to 
to like get through the psychiatric ward like you talked about Patrick but once you do like there's just so many different things happening in the gameplay and the you have a base and all this different stuff it's really it's really a good mix of action RPG and uh, I just you know I got the platinum for it it was definitely a a, a marathon of a platinum but it was worth nice. it it was really fun nice. alright number two for you Patrick uh, number two has the number two in it Ooh. And it is Mortal Kombat 2. Nice. I am, I'm a Classic. Huge, fi- huge fighting uh, game fan. And Mortal Kombat 2 uh, is is probably is arguably the best entry into the series. Uh, they introduced... Because in Mortal Kombat 1, you had one fatality per character. And then they pull in Mortal Kombat 2 and they give you two fatalities. They give you... Uh, friendship, which was yeah. which friendship. is hilarious, friendship. and then babality. They had yeah. multiple uh, pit like stages, like uh, where you you can uppercut them into uh, some like lava or spikes, spikes into the yeah. roof or uh, pit two. Um, yeah, it was. They introduced so many new characters that are still around to the games today that were in Mortal Kombat two. Uh, a lot of the fan favorites are in Mortal Kombat two, and I. I've played that game. I played it in the arcade. Yep. I had it for Sega Genesis. Uh, whenever they re re release it uh, for each system, I have I get it. So um, I play it. It's just it's just one of those games where uh, I have a lot of nostalgia for, right? Because uh, I was growing up, you know, playing it with my brother, uh, whether it was in the arcades or at home on the Sega. Um, yeah, I I I probably. Of of all the fighting games, I've played that one the the absolute most, and is it's one of the it's one of uh, my favorites. Nice, that's a good one, man. I love awesome. I love Mortal Kombat two. Uh, I remember playing Mortal Kombat one, and that was like the introduction to like violent fighting blood. video games and blood yeah. ripping off people's heads. <laughs> but two introducing like the secret characters and just the graphic upgrade that went from one to two was amazing for us huge huge and they and they uh it's funny because like most games when they introduce like a serious uh element or a serious genre and then it takes a couple iterations for them to like get into their own game but they went from mortal kombat one which is super serious to mortal kombat two which started to go goofy i mean they had Toasty, you know, yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Toasty, yeah, it, it just, just pops out of the corner. Things, yeah, that's oh, so funny. So so cool. Nice. Mm. All right, Mark, number two for you. So uh, my number two game has to deal with a particular character that I have enjoyed very much throughout the years, and was very excited when this particular uh, game developer decided to make a series based on said character. Um, And I enjoyed the first of this series, Um, but then they blew the gates wide open with their sequel. Uh, You're going to do a series? No, I'm not doing a series. Not not for this one. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. No. No. This, This game blew things wide open, and that game is Batman Arkham City. Oh yes, um, yes, so good, so good. Indeed. The the whole open world element, um, the the combat mechanics to Batman, 
um, which they had developed from Arkham Asylum, which even though like Arkham Asylum was an awesome game, it was kind of kind of on the rails. Like you were, yeah, you were, you were like it was very linear. Mm-hmm. And whereas Arkham City was much more open world, and they did their homework. They, you know, they tied in a lot of of lore into the game. You know, particular areas, particular characters, um, things like that. And um, you know, if you were a, a a diehard fan of 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 Batman and his whole whole uh, rogues gallery and all all of that stuff, right? You're like, oh man, I can't believe they tied that in here and. And there's like all sorts of little subtle Easter eggs that you can pay attention to, um, and the story was just great. And of course, they got the best voice actors in the business to 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 be these characters. Obviously, anytime I read a Batman comic or anything like that, Batman is Kevin Conroy. Yeah, that is his voice. Yeah, for sure, he is the definitive voice of Batman. Mark Hamill is the Joker. Yeah, definitively. Um, and, and they got these guys for, and for these games and obviously Arkham Knight, they took it even farther, but, but Arkham city like was, was just groundbreaking in terms of what they did with their open world and, and the combat style and, and the story and all that stuff. So Arkham city is my number two. Nice. Nice. That is a stellar choice. I love that series of of uh, Batman games, and I would say that for me, other than the animated series of Batman, like those are the Batman, whatever you want to call it, the Batman uh, stories universe? Or, or universe, part of the Batman universe or uh, entertainment section of the Batman character that like drew me in the most. Like I never mm, really read yep. the comics. Uh, I like the animated series a lot, but you know, and and I watched the movies, but they were always, the, at least the old Batman movies were always so goofy. I never took them seriously, but man, yeah. the, that Batman video game series just like, and the it just made the the lore so intriguing and so much more interesting. I love the way yep. they they portrayed it for sure. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we have arrived at number one. And I am intrigued to hear what our number ones are. I think just for fun, we should all say our number one at the same time. Okay. Just to see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) What's going to happen is we're all going to say it at the same time, and nobody's going to be able to understand it. All right, fine. Be that way. All right. My number one, if you choose to accept it, is an epic father and son journey. And I think you Mm. know what it is. God of War. Yes. The boy. Boy. The the pseudo reboot, which really isn't a reboot. I feel like it was a total fake out to call it a reboot. I think it was just a mess with us. And then you discover that it's actually a sequel. Uh I loved the God of War. Uh the PS4 God of War. Um mm. that game is and I think I think it's a time and place kind of game for me because I I think as a father, like th- it took that game to a whole new level. The fact that he that uh, Corey Barlog and the team at uh, S- San Diego, whatever it's called, Santa Monica, Santa Monica, San, San yeah. Diego, Santa Monica, they just the way they put such an intricate uh, father son journey story into this game was amazing. Because did you guys play the 
We've all played God of War because we've talked about it. But did you guys play yep. the original trilogy? And I did. The, and the other yes. games? I, I dabbled in it. The tone of those games and the, the depth of story in those games is there's no comparison. Like, they Not are just close. like meathead, like, uh, kill stuff, uh, uh, you know, inappropriate quick time games. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, just all the stuff that went on in those games. It was just like, I played the games, you know, in the past because the gameplay was fun and I have this, I have this affinity for mythology. Like I just love Greek and Roman mythology. So I played those games strictly for those kind of concepts, but God of War, the PS4 one, once I found out it was a father son game, I was like, this is going to be different. Like, and it did not disappoint. It was such a good story. And the, the the fighting system was totally different from the the older games and so much better. Like the feeling of throwing that axe and then calling it back and it reaching your hand and then then seamlessly going to your other weapons, like weapons of the past, which we won't go into too many spoilers about, but man, such a feeling, like unlike any other. So good. Yep. So God of War is my number one. Nice. Patrick. My number one also has the number one in it because I'm going to put it in there. Uh, it's (laughs) Resident Evil One. Oh, the original Resident Evil for PlayStation One. It is the the OG. You know the the game starts off with an FMV sequence of oh man of guys just finding this house uh, and running with with all of the horrible voice dialogue in there. Don't open that door. Barry, where's <laughs> Barry? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's um, it was so fun. Like that was like the the introduction for me. I think man, how what, how old was I? I was I was twelve or thirteen when that game came out, and um, it was the introduction to zombies for me. It's uh, I, that's when I fell in love with the old zombie genre, right? And uh, that house going in, going into that Spencer mansion and going around and unlocking doors, trying to figure out how to unlock a door, all the traps and and different ways to get around the house and jump scares like the dogs jumping oh, through man. the windows. Never like, forget the dog jumping through the window. Oh, how scary that was! And like the it was it was a survival horror. Like you had to conserve your anim- ammo. You had to run away uh, and going through all that and getting to the to the end boss and there's you know that it was over overall like i know the there's been other resident evil uh games that have come out um but resident evil 1 has been remade the most i mean they really made it for gamecube yeah uh then they remastered it and remade it for the current gen systems um or maybe it was ps3 i can't remember um but they they keep they keep bringing it back because it's it's so good and they bring it back in new ways. Yeah. Uh, so the one, I think the one that came out I think again maybe it was this this gen. Um, it was it was the same game but they uh but they added new areas huh. and new puzzles. Uh, those puzzles just like they're they're random they're they're dumb. Uh, like really I need to get three crests or three shields to open up this door. Oh like, yeah. Who created this? Uh, but that's <laughs> even even with that stupidity, it's it's fun though. Um, going around there and also like, it's so weird. Like, with with uh, with Resident Evil, you got to go around and find keys and find these shields and find whatever you can to open up the next door. But there are times when you just look at something 
And at the bottom, it just subtitles. It says, there's nothing interesting here. <laughs> so like, and, and they do it, they do it constantly. They always do it in those games. Um, and yeah, like Resident Evil is one of my, one of my favorite, it is my favorite game of all time. I, I played every iteration, um, of that game. And I will continue to play it. I I really wish you should they get would the give platinum trophies the, for all the Resident Evil games. See, like uh, one of the, one of the uh, to get the platinum trophy, you have to like beat it within like three hours or less. It's like that's I I like going around and doing it at my own leisure. I don't like rushing through everything just to beat the game. Um, but I wish that they would give it the treatment that they did with. Resident Evil 2 remake yeah. and the Resident Evil 3 remake that's coming out. I wish they would do that with Resident Evil 1. Right. Um, I don't know why they, they, they just went they straight to Resident it. Evil yeah, 2. That is strange. It's strange. So, but yeah, that's my number one. Cool. All Sweet. right, Mark. Let's hear it. Oh, wait, you know what? Let's just go ahead and reveal your number one. And we really need to know why you thought My Little Riding Champion is the best game ever. Uh, it's, it's a, a number one, but it's not the number one you're thinking it is. <laughs> Ooh, spoilers. <laughs> All right, let's hear your number one for real, though. Um, so I have affinity, an affinity for certain, uh, uh, certain game series, um, throughout the years. Uh, anytime there's a new addition to that particular series, I have to go pick it up. And like I told you, I was, I was a Nintendo fan. From the very early days, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the the major series that I absolutely loved growing up was the Legend of Zelda series. Yes. And um, I uh, what I played of the first one was was fun, uh, although my cartridge wouldn't work half the time. Um, Got to blow into it, which made it worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but. Uh, and I love Link to the Past. I've I've beaten that. That was classic. That was a great addition to the the SNES. Um, but the one that really sort of blew things out of the water um, was when Nintendo made the transition to 3D, and they came out with their first 3D Zelda game for the N64, and that game was called. The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. and I remember the very first time I played that game, I was so excited to play that. Rented it from Blockbuster, if you remember correctly. Uh, I talked about we we had a big in with the uh, the the workers at Blockbuster. Yeah, they you saved did. The copy for me. How many how many uh, report cards did you have to use to uh, rent? I don't think Ocarina that one was a time enough. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah, I don't think that one was a freebie for me. Um, but uh, I remember um, it was the the collectible gold cartridge oh, that nice. they had for that for that game. Um, and uh, just from the moment I turned that that game on, I was completely enthralled by it. Um, the story everybody talks about. Oh, it's so you know such a boring story. You know, Link. Has to save Zelda from the evil Ganon, and that's it. And yeah, if you if you really break it down to nuts and bolts, yeah, of course, um, that's that's basically what it is. Right. Um, of course, you have, uh, you know, a main character, a main protagonist, a person you're saving, and and a villain that you have to fight. Yeah. And 
and and so but the way that they get there is is amazing um just the idea of you know there is this chosen hero of time again it's a time it's a time story so there like you go, patrick. patrick i'm i'm interested in stories about time um you know this hero who is who is destined uh, to save the land of Hyrule from the evil that is Ganon, um, and um, you know talks about the 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 sages, the seven sages, um, who have you know basically locked this evil away, but this evil has escaped, and so you end up having to basically travel through time. Because you started out, start out as a as a kid, and basically you have to access the Temple of Time to remove the the uh, Master Sword from the stone. And when you do so, it it brings you seven years into the future, where you have effectively aged seven years, um, and you could go back and forth um, between you know being a kid and being a grown up, and um, you know the story was incredible. The the temples that you had to play through and the bosses were were so memorable and amazing. Uh, the music still gets stuck in my head to this day because, of course, the game was very much centered around music as well. Yep. Uh, because it's literally called the Ocarina of Time. You played the Ocarina uh, in order to do certain things in the game. Um, that would that would help figure out puzzles and help you progress. Um, so all of those songs were very simple, and they get stuck in your head. Um, I believe it's um, uh, Koji Kondo who did the uh, the music for it. Did an incredible job. Um, I just I love that game. I've started it and played through that game so many times. It's not even funny, and it always brings back uh, so many memories. Of, of playing through it and uh just unforgettable to me so yeah for sure o- ocarina of time is my number one nice. nice that's a good one man all right well fantastic list fellas uh to close out our top five i'm just gonna read a few more of our joiners top five games uh the reform gamers logan uh at the reform gamers on twitter his top five were Metroid Prime, Resident Evil 2, there's a little Resident Evil Ooh, love, nice. Persona 4 Golden, Mass Effect 2, and Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Nice. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Uh, Barnaby, My Back, My Back, Butterteeth, The Good, Last of Us, Chrono Trigger, Zelda, Link to the Past. That's one of my personal favorites of Zelda. Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night and Mega Man X. Uh, Jared Orr nice. at Jor1313. Number one, God of War. Woo! Represent Jared. Yeah. Number two, Overwatch. Number three, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number four, Hollow Knight. And number five, Hearthstone. And then the last joiner, Bad Gamer Elite. Okay, I had to think about this a bit. The best, Disney Infinity 3.0, RIP Disney Infinity. Womp womp. God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1, and Warframe. Get a little mm. free-to-play action in there. So yeah. there you go. Good good list of games, joiners, and uh, you guys as well, of course. 
to close things out, we're not going to go through every single one of our bottom five, but I would like to take at least a little bit of time to just mention uh, our number twos, if we can call them that, of the bottom five. Get it? Number twos. Hey. hey. <laughs> and we can we can go ahead and, and post our bottom five later, later, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, what kind of bottom fives did you guys uh, write down and uh, want to mention tonight? Uh, so there's... Throw them out there. The R- RoboCop for Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I never played that, but I can only imagine how bad it, it was. It, it is so, so bad. I remember uh, I had... I, it was like during like the Blockbuster days. And you can just you know get the get the rent whatever you want for a month whatever. Oh right! And I rented it, and it was so it was really really bad. I remember watching a video on GameSpot. There is like a ten minute video of this guy playing this game, like, and he's getting really 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 mad. I wonder if I can find that video. It's an old one, so I don't. I, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. But yeah, Robocop was awful, awful, mm. awful. How about you, Mark? Okay, so I'm actually gonna make a switch to my list. Um, just because I want to talk about this game, so I'm actually going to put my number two and my number three, and move my number two, my th- number three <laughs> up to number two. Um, I followed that because, perfectly, of course. Because if I think about it, this game is actually worse than my number three. Um, so a long time ago, and Pat, I think I was actually talking to you about this the other night. Uh, a long time ago on the NES, uh, there's a little company called LJN who is notorious for making really bad games. Uh, they actually, and I think they actually do a lot of movie tie-in games. Um, oh, yeah. They did a game uh, for one of my favorite movie franchises, and that is Back to the Future. Oh. And, and so they made Back to the Future for the NES, and that game is hot, hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Flaming hot. Yeah. Like, it basically was like the pre, uh, you know, preemptive iteration of a of an endless runner uh where basically you start out in in whatever town i guess maybe you're in the 50s um and you're and you're marty and you're running through the street like straight up and down through this street to a very uh fast-paced version of um huey lewis and the news is the power of love Uh and basically you're having to avoid various obstacles like there's like hula hoop girls Oh, There's like guys walking around dangerous. With, with glass, with glass, and if you walk through them, you you die. Oh my! Uh, there's like oil splatters that you can run into. Okay. What? Um, yeah, and and all throughout that, you're having to collect clocks that are. I think you have to collect like a hundred of them um, to stop. Because if you look down at the bottom of the of the screen, you know, like in in Back to the Future, it's that that little photo. And he's trying to not get his family erased from existence, and yeah, the photo yeah. starts slowly disappearing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You have to keep getting those clocks, otherwise time will run out and and the photo will fade. Makes uh, sense. And you and you lose. Yeah. Um, Seems right. But it was ridiculously hard. There were bees that would attack you. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. those. I remember those from the movie. That was a scary moment. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the bees. And then came. there were <laughs> then there were these stupid <laughs> mini games that. Just completely slowed the game down, and and this this like sped up version of Power of Love is is playing the whole time through this running, but when you when you hit these mini games, 
the the music just completely stops. And yeah, you don't need music. And all of a sudden, like, there's one where you're in a cafe and you're behind the counter of this like, uh, you know, '50s diner, and these these bullies are like coming to come to come and get you. It's like Biff's gang coming to get you, and um, basically you have to throw milkshakes down the uh down the counter. Uh, it's a waste of good them. milkshake. <laughs> makes me sad. Um, it's it's. Uh, all, you, there's like one where you have to stop. Um, Lorraine is like trying to give Marty kisses in the <laughs> form of like little hearts, and you have to stop them from hitting <laughs> Marty. Uh, like stop the inappropriate uh, relationship from happening. Yes, yes, that's a yes. good idea. Just so much about that, and it's so little, like little involved with the actual movie. They just like, man, how do we make a game out of this thing? And they just pulled it out of their butts and it was horrible <laughs> and it smelled like horrible, it too. horrible game it was one of the earliest nes like games Manua. ever played Manua. and i was so excited about it but I'm like man i hate this game <laughs> <laughs> ironically enough mark uh one of my bottom five is also a movie tie-in from the nintendo nes and that is the ghostbusters game Mm, I okay. I rented this, so I think we talked about uh, was it last week or the week before? I think it was the week before, two weeks ago. We talked about the uh, movie rentals, uh, talked about blockbuster, defunct places, and places of yesterday. Uh, and one of the places that I rented Nintendo was a, a dry cleaners in my hometown. Mm, and makes sense. Yeah, that's that's how it works. It, the old dry cleaner video game yep. movie store. They had a cardboard box of Nintendo games in the back, and you just chose a couple and paid some money, and <laughs> there you go. Well, I saw Ghostbusters. They just have, like these Nintendo games sitting in like trench coats, and they're like, "Well, we're not dry cleaning these. Going in the lost and found <laughs> pile." Yep, and then we'll rent them to the random kids that come in with their parents. Because <laughs> who wants to talk about laundry? As one does. Yeah, yeah, it's normal. Uh, but I remember seeing this game and thinking, man, I want to fight ghosts and catch them and all that. This would be this would be awesome. So I'll pop that baby in, and, you know, and the the screen comes up, the music, and it's playing the you know music from the movie, and it's just it just you just know it's going to be good. And you hit start, and it starts you in the overworld, and you're in the overworld, and you're in the the ecto ecto one, right? Is that the yep? Name? Yeah, you're in the ecto one. You drive around. And you you drive into the first place you can get to. It's just a building, and the the building's locked. Like it just it brings up the first part of the stage, but you can't enter. So then you go back to Ecto One, and then you drive around, and you encounter a ghost, and then within five seconds you die. Like if you don't know what you're doing, you die, and the game's over, and you start completely at the beginning again. Which, <laughs> given that you know I didn't what? really do anything, uh, okay, start at the beginning. So. I go again. Back to the dry cleaners. Back to the back to the <laughs> yeah, back to the dry cleaners. Back to the overworld. You drive around, and I could not figure this game out. Like I couldn't get past the overworld. Like I couldn't get through levels. I couldn't get to bosses. And to this day, I have no idea. And actually, now that I think about it, I need to YouTube it just to see how you actually could progress the game. I could never progress past those two areas. It was crazy. And so this game was hot trash. It was just was terrible. And, Another uh, piece of trash. It did not do any justice to the movies or what would even be a cool game of ghost hunting and catching and all that jazz. So that was one of my bottom bottom five. Uh, yeah. Another one of my bottom fives is 
Superman 64. Oh, that's there it is. There it that's is. all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> it does not deserve anything else. YouTube that. If you, yes. if you want yeah. kicks and giggles. Please, YouTube, YouTube Gross. With commentary. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the flying through the rings level. Which I think is like which half is like the all game. Of all the game. Because, <laughs> you know, in most of the movies, he flies through the rings all the time. Yep. Yep. Totally. Mark, you got another bottom feeder you want to share about? I will share my number one. Bring it. My, well, I guess bottom part. Of yeah. My, yeah. Your, um, your number one, number two. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, never have I had a game that has not only crashed on me, but then corrupted the save file to the point where I couldn't open it again. Oh, no. It's meant, never meant to be. Yeah. And has some of the worst voice acting I have ever heard in a game. Resident Evil 1? No, no, it's worse than that. <laughs> it's, it's worse than, than that. that. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously a lot of this game is not pointed towards my demographic. But... This game is, P- is Pamela in it. Yes, Pamela is yes. definitely <laughs> ah Pamela. There it is. Freaking my little riding champion. The that... sequel. The sequel just came out, so I'm just saying. I'll be sure to not play Unicorn that. Unicorn Princess <laughs> is out. Is that what it's? Is that what it's called for real? <laughs> yes. It's called Unicorn, Unicorn Princess. Princess. That is awesome. Is. Come on, Mark. You gotta play. Nope. It. Nope. Back. Okay. I paid twenty dollars <laughs> for my little riding champion. You paid that much money. Oh my god! Yes, I will not do that again. That was an epic Game, stream. Gamefly it. Gamefly it. You can get, get, get on Gamefly. Gamefly it. I would not waste the the time for them to to ship it to me. Fine, I'll do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. But yeah, like the the voice acting was terrible. The the gameplay, even though like, like ah, uh, it was so frustrating trying to go through all those um like competitions where you had to go over the hurdles. Oh and man, you had to push the button. You got oh so God. frustrated. I don't know how you didn't throw time. your yeah. controller. I got frustrated for you watching, <laughs> watching those parts. And it was super repetitive, and like the the script and the dialogue was just <laughs> so awful. Mountains of poop. Uh, worse, worse my little riding, the horse, my little pooping champion. The, it's worse than the poop. I had to shave off the horse's hooves. Oh gosh, that's you right. Yeah, had to do I that forgot every, about that every day. Oh man, you had to like brush the 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 horse and then wash the horse and and then clean the crap off of its of its hooves and all yep. this. Oh gosh, it's true. It's and and then like I said, it crashed. Not only did oh, it crash, yeah. I couldn't open the save file. And I was like, nope, I'm done. Was, I'm done here. That was perfect. <laughs> that, that was meant to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, There's a group of just terrible games that I've played in the name of trophies, in the name of getting platinum trophies that I have to shout out. And I'm just going to shout out the main one that I actually enjoyed the simplicity of it. But my name is Mayo. <laughs> yes, my name is Mayo. <laughs> no way. But when I look back on it, it's so stupid because you just t- 
tap the screen or tap a button for 45 minutes, I think you have to do 10,000 hits, 10,000 taps, and that is the game. The end. Platinum trophy. And it's just so bad. Like, it's not a game. It's just something you get. And I, I paid my 99 cents, and I got two platinum trophies out of it. And I'm not ashamed, but I can, I, can, I can say beyond the shadow of a doubt that it's a bad game. Like, it's just bad. And there are, <laughs> there are other games that I played that were, you know, to get the platinum trophy, I, I, by the end, I didn't enjoy the game. Like, one of them was Hitman Absolution. I played through that game multiple times on the hardest difficulty to get the platinum trophy. Uh, it was one of my first platinum trophies. But by the end, I was like, I'm never playing a Hitman game ever again. So that's uh that's the last of my best of, last of my bottom games. Did anybody else have any uh bottom games, number 2 games they wanted to mention? Uh, I have a couple. Conan the Barbarian or oh, that one Oh gosh, was Conan Exiles. Conan Exiles. That was yeah, awful. That I think I didn't count it uh, for myself because I don't feel like I played enough of it. Like we cheesed our way to the platinum. You don't need no, yeah. But no, I know you you, you play played enough. you played through some of the campaign, didn't you? No, heck no. Oh, you didn't? Okay. I thought for some reason you said you, you played through some areas, but that game was Oh, no. I was, was I was awful. playing with like the custom of the character customization of your character. Oh, okay. That was interesting. That game was awful. Yeah. Yeah. And then The Quiet Man oh. is also on there. <laughs> but that was streaming gold. Like that was magical to play that game with you. Like to watch you play <laughs> that game. Poop. Streaming poop. Yeah, it was <laughs> Gross. it was poop. It was poop. <laughs> streaming poop. <laughs> <laughs> It's nasty. Mm. That's oh, going to be man. my next streaming title next time. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew I'd be the one to bring up the poop joke? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Multiple times, no less. Yep. Yep. Mark, did you have any other bad games? Uh, I have other ones, but I'll, I'll post the rest All right. of them. Sounds good. Uh, I, some, some honorable mentions from our joiners. Uh, bad Gamer Elite said Fallout 76 and Pong. <laughs> Quite a... <laughs> Quite a set of games to mention. Hilarious. I feel bad about Fallout 76 because it's set in West Virginia, but I can see why people made it a, a bad game. Or like why people think it's a bad game. It's had a lot of glitches and all that jazz. But Pong, come on, Lem. Really? It's like it's like a the forefather of games. One of the forefathers. It is kind of boring, though. Uh, let's see. Jared Orr said, all Battle Royale games. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Barnaby Butterteeth, he also said all Battle Royale games. Just wait till you see my bottom five, Jared Orr. <laughs> yeah, in your face. No, I'm with Jared Orr in that, actually. In the... His bottom five is Hearthstone, <laughs> Final Fantasy. And Hollow Knight. <laughs> Hollow Knight. I don't know. I don't whatever, know. Uh, whatever, whatever was on his top five. Whatever starts know. with an H, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Uh, what else? We got Kingdom Hearts from the Reformed, Reformed Gamers. I do not disagree mm. with him in that. In so Kingdom Hearts. many cutscenes. So many cutscenes and the controls. So much that. talking. Uh, a number of people said Mass Mass Effect Andromeda. I haven't played that uh, yet. Yeah, but I own it. See, I I played. I I love the Mass Effect yeah. series. So I uh, it was the weakest of all four right. of them. Uh, but I enjoyed it. There was. The, the reason why I didn't like it, and it, it there was uh, a story in it, and there was no climax. Yeah, it was just over. There was absolutely no climax to that, to that story. Huh. 
It was pretty pretty dull. Gross. I look forward to being bored out bored to tears when I play it sometime in the future. Someday. I mean, it was fun. It was a fun game to yeah. play, like in the Mass Effect universe. But the story but just there was no story behind. Didn't it. have the umph of the other dumb. ones. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, how about this one for a bottom feeder? Mortal Kombat versus DC. I bet you loved that, Patrick. I have it, and I <laughs> I go back to it over once I in a while. That. Just did you? I did too. We've all beaten that game. That's hilarious. That yeah. probably of all the games we've mentioned. Yeah, that's that's, the one that's we where you can play. I think there's two sides. You can be the hero for one story and a villain for another. Yep. Mm-hmm. I played through it with my friend Tom back in the U.S., and uh, we loved it. I mean, not for the like this is a good game reasons, but just it's just a fun game. Yeah, the, the crossover is just interesting. Uh, another bottom feeder, Leisure Suit Larry, box office oh, bust. <laughs> that one, yeah, that's come on. Uh, that's Splig at Dopalicious. He said he got the platinum for that one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, wow, hang your hat on that. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's just plain awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilariously nasty. awful. Nasty. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much the majority of the the bad ones that we had going down. Cool. So uh oh uh Ponderosa Popsicle Travis, he said um worst games Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh wow. Hmm. Yeah. He said he That's crazy. He said he just never really cared uh he never really cared for any of those games that required extra gear to play. Wait, what am I reading? RDR2. Uh, you know what? I think he meant... Uh, uh, what is one of those dance games that's like... Dance Dance Revolution? No, not... DDR? DDR. I bet you that's what he meant was DDR2. Maybe? Because he, he says, worst games, RDR2, and it's hard to remember games I didn't care for. I never cared for any game that required extra gear. Maybe he was talking separately. Maybe not yeah. DDR. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I actually remember him saying he didn't like Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, but he says he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like rock band, Guitar Hero, Dance Dance. He thinks those are all bad. He hated the Connect for that reason, but the technology was mm. great. So he can't win them all. It happens. Yep. Happens to the best yeah, of us. There's not a there's there's games out there that aren't for for people, and then there's games out there for others. So no doubt, it's great. Yep. So, all right. Any uh, anything else? Last minute entries, dumpster fires, number twos. I'm gonna throw one more. Let's hear it. And my honorable mention of my of my favorite games of all time. Wait, you're, you're, you're circling back to favorite. Yes. All right. Let's. One last thing. You said, right. "Hey, one last That's thing." That's true. I'll throw, I'll all throw right. Out honorable mention. Uh, Athens 2004. It is oh, the, the Olympic uh, game. Olympics game. Nice. Where you do like you do like the track swimming, high jump, long jump. Okay. I, it's 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 a great couch co-op game. Cool. Um, and I it's it's. One of my one of my buddies back in college, uh, we would play we would play that game almost every weekend. It was like it's like it's like when my Chris comes over and we play Madden every weekend. Right. We used to play Athens every weekend. Nice. And that was that was really fun. Good old Athens, awesome. two thousand four. Yep. Nice. Did not play that. Mark, one. did you want to give an honorable mention to anything? Oh gosh. Um. Think fast. I'll throw out while you're thinking. I'll throw out Spider-Man. It's good. Nobody mentioned that. Solid story. Best Spider-Man yep. game, bar none. By far. Uh, and also Portal Two. 
don't know if you guys played the Portal yeah. games, but Portal 2 is an excellent story. Nice. All right, Mark. Halo Halo 3. Mm, that was an epic, that, I, epic I one. I have fondness for that because of the campaign, but mainly the multiplayer. Yeah. Nice. And the fact that I played it pretty much most of my college career. Man, the custom multiplayer in that, it, like Griffball and uh, some yep. of the other ones you could play that were just totally crazy, but so fun. Absolutely loved yeah. it. Had a great time. It's good stuff. Playing the multiplayer on that. Nice. Sweet. All right. Well, that is all for this blockbuster video game filled listing of the best of the best and the worst of number twos. If you'd like to connect with us beyond listening, remember to check us out on Twitter at the GMG Podcast or Discord. The link's on Twitter or in our show notes. Uh, if you aren't familiar with it, then uh, please check it out sometime because we got dad jokes aplenty. We got real life going on, people praying for each other, people encouraging one another, uh, people especially encouraging each other through their uh, resolutions as we continue through 2020. Um, if you're more old school like me, then you can also email us at thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And then if you want to practice your radio voice, call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Leave a message, ask a question, and let your voice be heard. We do also have a GMG music playlist, which I believe is going to remain at its current however many songs it has on Spotify and Apple Music. So give that a listen. Sound good, Mark? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's good. Fantastic. All right. Well, uh, joiners and uh, Mark and Pat and the spirit of Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends and podcast family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four. Good morning to you, my brothers and sisters, on this R77th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Well, that's way too low. I can't go that low. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, podcast. All right. Yeah, I will not be going that low. (laughs) All right. right, Let's let's zoom back. I went way too low. Hold on. Let me. choir down a whole octave. (laughs) Yeah. Podcast. Let's just climb underneath the floor. One second as I correct myself. I so you can you check here. yourself before you wreck yourself? Yeah. Checking it. One, two. Okay. All right. I got it now. I'm good. Do we need to mark again? No. Nope. No. Okay. Good morning to you, my brothers and sisters, on this, our 77th episode of The Good the good morning guys podcast thank you so much for joining us on this fun morning afternoon evening or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play i am one of your hosts the brazilian mountaineer and transition ninja lucas hemswisher
Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers. His name is Patrick. What's no going on? on? I don't know. So. Yep, I'm I'm already not liking this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Mark. Nope. Nope. In addition to him, in spirit. I don't know. The, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Lucas, you just need to go. He can make you laugh in three words, at least. What? <laughs> you skipped ahead. No. No, you said it says who can make you laugh in three words at least. That's the text you sent. Yeah, no, I know, but you skipped the volleyball and beast of the east. Oh gosh, <laughs> volleyball and beast of the east. Who can make you laugh in three words at least, Ronnie? Ronnie Johantes. <laughs> I say you that see? you All right, say, Mark, I got it. You get the last one. Nope. You can introduce introduce yourself. <laughs> that, that's the one. That's the other thing. I had, I was like, I'm introducing myself. There's nobody after me. <laughs> he was. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Just change he's with I. <laughs> I got music in my heart, Doctor Who on my brain, nope. and La Coretta in my estomago. <laughs> Mark Boucher. Mark Boucher. <laughs> Mark Boucher. No, Lucas, I need you to take this, please. It was a good effort, Patrick. I really like how you tried to sell it to him. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, come on, man. Can't you hear it in your head? And no, say, hey. and I don't want to. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. That was funny. Reboot. Reboot. Starting over. <laughs>